Chester one two. Mic check, mic check. Hi guys, welcome back to our podcast, Back to Eden. I'm Jordan. And I'm Jordan. <laughs> <laughs> welcome back. Um, we really hope y'all enjoyed our first podcast. I don't know if you guys noticed, but we have <clears throat> some Back to Eden merch on. Don't play with us. Don't Made play by my mother. with us. We selling them for fifty dollars a pop. It's definitely giving thirty. No, it's twenty five. We're selling for twenty five dollars a pop. If we got some merch or whatever, so if you guys are interested in purchasing the merch, holla at us. It's twenty five dollars a pop. Um, this is best what the logo is for now. We are trying to like see maybe other possible um logos for it, but yeah, it this... just says back to Eden. You know, yeah. something slight, but it's really cute. I think I like it. Yeah, it's definitely in the um, early stages. My mom says that she does want to make us an official logo, but I definitely wanted something with Back to Eating on it mm-hmm. for our second podcast episode. Period. This is the first episode that's going to be um, available on like an actual podcast streaming site. So okay, hi to the audio listeners. Yes. Today. Hey, audio listeners. Yes. So excited. <laughs> Y'all, this is the thing I love is is, is holding a mic to my mouth. <laughs> yes. Anyways. Yeah, we're official. Don't get me started. We're official. Real official. Yeah. Okay, so you're gonna tell my topic for today. Yes, our topic for today is contentment. Contentment. Oh, fun, right? Being content. Yeah, we know. Mm-hmm. It can be a little rough sometimes. <laughs> yes. So did you want to elaborate? Do you want me to? Um, let's start here. Mm-hmm. What do you think when you hear the word contentment? So what I think about when I hear contentment is um, sometimes it can feel stuck. Um, it can feel stagnant. Sometimes it feels like you aren't really moving anywhere. Or there's nowhere that you really feel like you're going. And you feel like you're kind of like in a cycle of some sort. And it's like... You feel like there's no lack of progress. In a more spiritual um, sense or a more um, spiritually mature sense, I would say that being content is a place of waiting and a, a place of learning patience and a place a place of, um, you know, leveling up silently. That's what I would say contentment is. Mm. Mm-hmm. I've never heard it that like used that way before, but mm-hmm. like it makes perfect sense mm-hmm. when you think about it. For me, I feel like contentment is even though you don't necessarily feel the most secure mm-hmm. in your current situation, your current relationship, your current predicament, um, you're okay with it mm-hmm. and you've accepted it, whatever that may be, for what it is. Right. Right, I totally agree. I totally <coughs> agree. Um, but we're just here to talk to you guys about contentment and um, just to give you some enlightenment about um, just feeling content sometimes because sometimes you can be content and not feel content and being content. Mm. You know? That's real. Yeah. So we just want to give you guys some encouragement because sometimes you might feel a little stuck or you might feel like stuff is just not happening fast enough. Stuff is just not happening for you. And the whole time God is working on your behalf. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So um, I know that for a fact we do have like maybe some like examples that we can use as far as biblically wise and just some examples personally that we can um, implement into this segment. Okay. So when Jordan was telling 
me his or telling us because we're here together mm-hmm. if you when he was telling us our um well his um definition of contentment mm-hmm. i thought of another bible story because i was just gonna read like a scripture that's in the new testament mm-hmm. but i started thinking back to the old testament when um god first told abraham about his promise of isaac his son yeah if you guys don't know the story i'm gonna give you a little bit of context on it just give me one second mm-hmm Y'all, she be real good at giving context of stories sometimes because she be she be really <laughs> schooling me. So I'm ready to hear about this. You trying to find which um verse it was? I mean, or which chapter? The yeah, the verse really. It was kind of it's like smack dead in the middle of the, of the Abraham story. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I'm looking at my iPad. If you can see it. Yeah, we got our iPads. Yeah, we, we bougie today. Well, I just grabbed mine. I don't even have the Bible <laughs> app on mine, but she grabbed hers. So I had to grab mine. So I, could be, so I could be bougie too. Okay, so I'm looking at Genesis 15. Um, okay, so um, just a little context about the story. If you want to read more about the specific story in the Bible, it's Genesis 15. Um, the start of Abraham's story is Genesis 12. So if you want to read about Abraham, our father Abraham. Father um, Abraham has many sons. Those are the chapters. Has many <laughs> sons as father <laughs> Abraham. And I am one of them. And so are you. Me too. So let's just praise the Lord. Left arm, right foot, left foot. Chin up, chin down. Turn around. Hey, 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 hey. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm in Genesis 15. God has told Abraham. Abraham, I'm going to make you a father of many nations. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you ancestors that are more numerous than the stars in the sky. Mm-hmm. And Abraham, he about 90 years old. He real old. When God first told Abraham about this promise, Abraham was in his 70s. Mm-hmm. His wife, Sarah, was in her 60s. And it got to a point where 20 years later, God, Abraham still hadn't received the son. Right. He hadn't received an heir yet. He's like, God, like. Where my son at? You know, and he was still being faithful, still serving, still giving, still being all that God needed him to be, although he was waiting on his promise from God. Right. But then look, then when around that time, it's when he, he had already told God, he was like, well, God, you ain't gave me the son that I'm expecting. So I already done picked the heir for the family. He wouldn't, he already picked somebody who wasn't even his <laughs> son to take over for his mm-hmm. family's legacy. And whew, yes. I'm glad you brought that up because so in the story, um, Abraham's wife, Sarah, I'm not really a big fan of Sarah. I'm if not you, either. If you read Genesis, you'll know why. I'm not a big fan of Sarah. So Sarah, she gave her maid to Abraham to have children for them. To have children because she thought, you know, since God isn't moving, let me do it. Let me let me make let me make this promise. Yeah. Even though Sarah's not God, tell me why this lady she get mad at Abraham after her maid has the baby, Mm -hmm. and it's like I'm gonna get I'm he's gonna be the heir. Sarah's mad. Like yeah. 
girl, you you the one that initiated all of this. Right. So the problem becomes just because God isn't moving when you want him to doesn't mm. mean he's not moving for you. Right. And just because he's not moving when you want him to doesn't mean you start doing things on your own. Mm-hmm. You start getting yourself in trouble. Getting you start messing in, up your blessings. Getting yourself in situations you can't see your way out of because you move in before God's timing. Mm. That's not how it works. Oh, you know, that's crazy because a lot of times I feel like at one point I used to do that a whole lot because, um, you know, when you first start this Christian walk, you get real motivated and on fire for God. You want to mm. do everything. You want to go to church. No, you want to go to church. You want to do everything in the, in the book. I'm telling you, that first three months, Child, that first month alone, you feel like you done, you done save the world. No, literally, cure world hunger. No, literally, like. But it becomes a point where God is like, okay, I'm glad you finally surrendered to me, but you just not starting. Mm -hmm. You have a long way to go. God, God has some things that He needs to purge and cleanse from you before you can do everything that you need to do. Mm -hmm. While you trying to jump in, do. Everything God ain't ain't prepared you yet to do everything. You ain't prepared. You ain't you ain't got the tools yet. You ain't got you ain't let go of some of the things you need to let go yet to be able to do things that God needs you to do. And I feel like that's a big thing when it comes to contentment. Mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like with contentment comes a season of isolation mm-hmm. where God isolates you, so He's able to purge all of those things mm-hmm. that's in you, so you're able to step into the promise that He mm-hmm. has for you. So when I what I mean by isolation, you isolating yourself from things that tempt you, things that make you backtrack, things or people mm. surrounding Talk about it. areas yeah. that just make you um just really one with your flesh instead yeah. of one with the spirit. Yeah. Sometimes God got to separate you from some things in order for you to focus. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what it really is. I think that's what that isolation is, is because so many things distract us, whether it be social media. It could be your mama, your daddy, your boo thing. It could be your best friends. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It can be your job. But sometimes God will strip those things. And it feels like everything is crashing down on you. But God is saying, I need to take everything that is in your tunnel vision away so that you are able to truly see me mm-hmm. and I just think that it's so powerful, and I, I think it's so necessary because a lot of times we we idolize things that we truly don't realize we idolize, whether it be music, whether it be family, whether Talk it be friends. It. And God is saying, "I need you to take away from. I need to take you away from that so that you can see me, so mm-hmm. that you can hear me." That's why sometimes I be having to say, "Lord, whatever you got to do to take away, because I need to hear something mm-hmm. from you." Take it all away. If you got to take it all away, Lord, take it. Because I need to hear something from you. But it is real. Mm-hmm. And, like, Abraham's story just is one of the many examples in the Bible of just truly trusting God mm-hmm. through all of that. I feel like that's what contentment is for. Yeah. Is you learning, like, truly learning for yourself to trust God. hmm And... It's like, it's crazy that, you know, when this kind of thing happens, like you go through a season of isolation or you go through a season of contentment, when these situations happen, that's just a way of, that's just a way for God to make you more dependent on him. I feel like it's truly a way for you to really stop leaning on your own understanding, stop leaning on 
other people or other things and just truly lean on God. Yeah. For sure. Okay, so I just did something that I thought would be extremely necessary for the people who genuinely just don't know what contentment means. So I looked up contentment, just the dictionary, um, the dictionary, uh, what's the word? Meaning, the dictionary meaning of the word. And it says a state of happiness and satisfaction. That's contentment. And then the definition for content is in a state of peaceful happiness. And Mm -hmm. I think that is so important to mention because a lot of times, a lot of times when you aren't content and you are constantly seeking after more and more and more, you're never at peace. Mm -hmm. You're seeking for more love. You're seeking for more, um, more respect. You're seeking for more, you know what I'm saying? More money, more, you know, attention. And because you're seeking it, you know what I'm saying? You truly don't get to fully enjoy that peace. To be content, you're in that peace. To be okay with where you are and, mm-hmm. and trusting God that, you know, I exa- I'm exactly where I need to be. I think that's very important to 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 bring out of just being in a state of contentment. Because being in contentment is peace. Mm-hmm. It's being okay with where I'm at. And, and be okay with not knowing where I'm going, but having faith that God will bring me to exactly where I need to be and that he's moving me in the perfect time and that I need to be in. I think that's very important. Mm-hmm. That's really, yeah. that's good. That's you good. You better do it. That's good. Okay. Yeah, contentment equals peace. Yeah. You know you're content when you're at peace. Yeah. And I feel like it's so hard for people to be at peace or be content in their current situation because yeah. they're always thinking of, what oh, to do better. Oh, I need to do this. Mm-hmm. Oh, I need to do this. I got so much on my plate. Blah 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 mm-hmm. blah blah. But I feel like again, that's what comes with trusting God. Yeah. If you really just give what you're like stressing yourself yourself over, stressing yourself out about, you're anxious about. If you give it all to God, mm-hmm. you will truly be at peace. I promise. Like it's been so many situations personally where I would just be freaking out. Like God, I don't know what I'm gonna do. Blah blah blah. And the Holy Spirit just looking at me like, girl, like, sit down. <laughs> what are you doing? You don't got to do that for yourself. What are you doing? Bro, tell me about it. And it's it's crazy because every single time I feel myself stressing out, I'll be looking at myself like, girl, girl, what are you? You was good. Like, you need to sit chill back and out. relax. Like, relax. Pipe it down, babe. Like, <laughs> like what's going on? <laughs> I feel like, yeah, (laughs) like it's it's really that though. Like once you realize like God has put you in this position because he wants to take on the heavy burdens that you Mm -hmm. carry, life becomes so much easier, more peaceful. Like when you're not stuck on where you're trying to be, sometimes it's important to notice where you are. Sometimes it's important to to see the present Mm -hmm. because a lot of times and y'all see these little quotes that people make all the time but a lot of times you don't notice how far you've come because you're always stuck on where you need to get Mm -hmm. and i made a post the other day not even thinking about this topic because we just made the topic today but i said oh was it yesterday it might have been yesterday and i I wouldn't even i didn't even know we talking about the topic but what i said in the in the com i mean in the caption was um i might not be where i want to be but I'm nowhere where I used to be. Mm. And sometimes you have to stop and look at like, I'm not, I done came so far from where I used to be in life. Angry, depression, mm. anxiety. You know what I'm saying? Even just different environments. Like in January, February, 
I was getting a little depressed. I had that job I didn't want no more. Wasn't making no money. Friends was being crazy. It was just, it was just a lot going on. And to see where I am from then to now is just a blessing. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of people overlook their current blessings. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of times the stuff that we asked for a long time ago, we're sitting right in those blessings that we asked God and for. And we're crazy. not allowing ourselves to be grateful yes. for where God has brought us mm-hmm. and what he's blessed us with. And I just think that the, everybody should just allow themselves to just reevaluate life. Like everything might not be going exactly how you want it right now, but is everything going how it was um, or how you wanted it to go, you know, a few months back or a few yeah. years back and you looking at looking at yourself now and you like, okay, well now I kind of, you know, life kind of going exactly how I wanted mm-hmm. it to go. You know what I'm saying? I might not be all the way at the top. Let me tell you something, y'all. You ain't never going to get done succeeding. Hmm. It don't it's matter how many goals you done. set. And no matter how many goals you set, it don't matter how many ladders and how many climbs up you want to do. Oh, I want to do something to do that. You are never going to be satisfied if you are always trying to be bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And the thing is, you're going to always get bigger, bigger and bigger and bigger. You know what I'm saying? There's always a climb up, but just don't look so, have your mind so set on that one goal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Live in the moment. Yeah. You know, enjoy this present life where you're healthy, you're walking. Or even if you ain't walking and, and you're healthy, you be grateful for it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Or you're waking up this morning. You know what I'm saying? Be grateful for the people you have around you at the moment because they might be gone tomorrow. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? You just need to be really grateful of, you know, where you at in the moment. It might not be always the best. It might not be the best right now. But, you know what I'm saying? You get through it and you'll get to a point where you'll be in a new present where you need to truly be grateful for that present. Mm-hmm. But just always be grateful for where you are because some people aren't where you are and some people are going through right now and they'll get to where you're going, where you are and you'll get to where you need to go. But just be grateful, mm-hmm. be grateful. And one thing I want to highlight, there's nothing wrong with wanting more for yourself Mm-mm. or, you know, you having a vision and you wanting to see it through, it's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. It becomes a problem when you're thinking of that end goal too much. Yeah. And you're not in reality. Yeah. And you're not in the present, like Jordan was saying. Like, it's really important that we see what's right here in front of us instead of looking five, ten years in the future. Mm-hmm. Because there's so many times where this is another this is another tip. If you pray about something very, very, very specific, write it down, mm. date it. Because I have so many notes in my phone right now of me just praying and pleading to God, like from months ago. Mm-hmm. All them prayers that I was asking for have been fulfilled. Mm. And just to Glory see to God. just to see that, and it's crazy because a lot of people have that problem, like, oh, I'm not hearing from God. He's not answering my prayers. I'm not seeing it. I'm yeah. not seeing it. You're not writing it down. Like you have to write it down. And when you go back and look through everything that you've written down everything that you've been through and to see yourself now. And you know what's crazy is you see how, like you said, write down the prayers and be real specific so that you remember. And sometimes people will overlook their prayers that they made, not only because they don't write them down, but because God won't answer your prayers exactly how you want them Mm -hmm. answered. He'll answer them exactly how you need them to be answered. Sometimes things ain't going to be just given to you. Sometimes things ain't just going to flow into your life exactly how you expect it. God will have it move into your life exactly how he wants it to move Mm -hmm. into your life. Yeah, and I feel like 
And that's the problem. Mm-hmm. People don't understand the way God works. Mm-hmm. God, he's not, he's not, not going to take the easy yeah. way out. He'll he'll take a he'll take care of everything in the spirit. Everything. It's a lesson in every blessing. Everything. The natural, you got to figure it out. It's a lesson in every single blessing. You got to figure it out. God will bless you because you got to learn something mm-hmm. out of it. Mm-hmm. There got to be some type of growth, some type of level fulfilled for you to truly <clears throat> get those blessings and, and it be manifested into your life. Mm-hmm. Or it, it could be just God wanting to get a testimony out of you. True. It get could that glory. Be, yeah. It could be God wanting his light to be shown through you and shown through your life. Mm-hmm. I've I've heard stories from so many people that have been in predicaments or been in situations where, you know, a situation turned around so quick. Yeah. So fast. And it was like, I already knew it was God. There's no other explana- explanation for it. Man. So it could be that as well. God just worked in mysterious ways. People, okay? And he does everything exactly how it needs to be done. Mm-hmm. His timing is perfect. His ways are perfect. We yeah. may not understand them, but his ways are perfect. For sure. And mm. just a part of being content is just trusting yeah. that his ways and how he's doing what he's doing is perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Well, another one of the stories that when she told me, she was like, yeah, I got some, um, I got some, you know, things that I wanted to like, um use as examples um biblically the first thing i thought of was the story of moses and how things lined up exactly how they were supposed to for him and he didn't even know it Mm. and i was and i was basically like my whole thought process was moses was pushed down a river and just ended up in the pharaoh's home you know what i'm saying and became part of a group of people that he was not and lived a certain way just by the simple fact that God, you know, put him there. Mm-hmm. And I think it's very important that we look at things like that because God, God, well, Moses was called for a specific calling. And he didn't know his calling. and He didn't know what God was going to use him for or what purpose he was going to use him for. But when it was time for him to fulfill that purpose, he was exactly where he needed to be because God set him up just for that. You know what I'm saying? Mm, and a lot of times good. people... You know, they see where they are and they're like, nothing's moving or, you know, I'm just, you know, I'm just being me. I'm living my daily life. And God could be setting up everything around you specifically for you to fall into your purpose. You know what I'm saying? You could be working a day-to-day job. And that was, that's that's a testimony for me because at one point, the job I'm working now, I was like, I don't want to do this. Like, I don't want to work this job no more. Like, this isn't the career field that I wish to do. But I do want to be in the business aspects of things. And I had and God had to tell me, like, Jordan, you just need to stay exactly where you are because I'm putting you there for a reason. There is a lesson in, in the midst of that blessing. There's a lesson in the midst of that level up. Like, I, I needed to stay where I am so that I'm able to level up and learn things that I'm going to need later. And God has set you up in a specific place <laughs> in your life where, like, later... The stuff that you learned at the place that you was at taught you everything you needed to know for that place mm-hmm. you make it to. And this Holy Spirit is working right now mm-hmm. because he reminded me of the story of David. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to read more about David, Samuel, one first Samuel, first, I mean chapter 16. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all the rest of Samuel, because David, you know, he became king. Yeah. 
So um, if you haven't read about 1 Samuel or don't know the story of David, um, David was appointed king after Saul, the previous king, um, disobeyed God. David was 15 when he was anointed to be king. Mm. Only 15. 15. And he just so happened to be in the right place at, at the, the right, right time, time to be anointed. Mm. Um, and on top of that, when he was, he didn't, I don't, let me make sure. Cause I don't think David was appointed king until he was 18. So for the three year span between him getting anointed to be king and him actually becoming king, David was playing the harp for Saul, the current king. Mm. Because Saul was being tormented by demons. Mm. Because at this point, he had lost favor with God. And, you know, it was just open season for him. Um, so to calm the spirits, to calm his mind, um, he liked to listen to music. And David played the harp. So for three years, David would just come to the palace, play the harp, go home, be a shepherd, tend to, tend to the sheep, and go to sleep. David, he was not worried about the end goal. He right. was looking at the present and he was humble enough, even though God had given him this promise oh. to trust God, to stay and be placed in a position that didn't look like the end goal. Yeah. And I feel like, and that's the important thing about the Bible. The Bible gives us so many stories about how God wants us to live our lives. Mm. David is a testament of that. Abraham's a testament of that. Moses, Moses is that. a testament of that. Joseph is a testament of that. And even Jesus. Ooh. Jesus is a testament Jesus of that. Is a, that's a testament. Everybody <clears throat> is really a testament of just living your life mm -hmm. and falling into purpose. Yep. Ooh. And good. one thing that I love about the Bible, in, in every single one of those um, stories, we see the characters being discontent. We see the mm. characters saying, God, I don't know about this. And doubting. And doubting and God. Worried. Even Jesus. Even mm. Jesus. Yeah. So it's not wrong to feel discontent. It's not unrealistic. It's just. It's real. Yeah. It's just not okay to stay there. You yeah. can't stay in that hole. Yeah. And I feel like we've all been there. Like I said, I've been there. It's at a point where I'm just like, God, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. There's a point I'm just going to move away just because. And it's just like, you have to realize, like, it's not where you are right now that, that really matters. It's mm -hmm. where you where you need to go. Yeah. You just need to make sure you stand in your position. Make sure you stand and stay where you need to stay. Because God is, is, is it's an order. God is, is a God of order. Mm -hmm. And he has things set up exactly how they need to be set up. You just need to make sure you stay in position. You have to stay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, you got anything else? I don't think I have anything else. I think this is pretty well said. I think we got our points across really, really well. Feel free to look up all those stories. Um, Moses is, is in Exodus. I didn't tell y'all that, but it's Exodus. Yeah. I'll send them to Jordan so he can link them down in the description if you want to read about them more. For sure. Um, feel free to ask any questions that you like. Yes, and also we're starting a Bible study for Back to Eden. Oh, yes, yes. That I will be leading. She will. Um. So basically, I just want to give like a little rundown about yeah, what the Bible study is. Yeah. <laughs> He's eating Mexican candy, y'all. 
So um, I just wanted to give like a little, you know, background about what the Bible study is going to entail. So it's going to be more like a book club type thing. Um, so weekly, I'll assign, um, you know, certain passages of scriptures to read. Um, and we'll all come together on Monday night at 730 um, to discuss those topics that we read about, discuss understandings or revelations that we got during that time, um, reading, and just all of us understanding the word better together. Um, I really feel like it's important for people, especially if they're new to the Christian walk, to right. have community, um, especially with people that have been just, you know, just a little bit more experienced mm-hmm. with their journey. Mm-hmm. So I feel like this is like the perfect opportunity and I'm opening the door to anybody that would um, be interested. If you have any questions about, you know, times, dates, what passages we're reading, if you want to join, um, Jordan's going to link my Instagram below. So you can DM me or you can DM him. Oh, yeah. Really excited to start that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still trying to decide where I want to start in the Bible. Mm-hmm. I do have a lot of new um, people coming in, so I think Genesis would be perfect. Um, but I'm also thinking Matthew. Mm-hmm. Or Jesus right there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We'll figure it out. <laughs> We'll figure it out. Is there anything else that we want to highlight? I don't think so. I am also selling body butter. He is um, real aesthetics, okay? And you can use it on your hair too, not just skincare. It's shea butter, and it just has oils in it, like um, sweet almond oil, black castor oil, um, coconut oil. Um, tea tree it just got oil. Tea tree oil. It just it just has a whole bunch of like really um raw. Um, oils that that are really good for like your skin and like your hair and just overall, um, naturally based. Um, but I'm gonna put the link to that Instagram below too. So if y'all would like to follow that page, feel free to do so. Um, they are ten dollars a jar, but it's really worth it and it lasts and you don't need a lot and they smell really really good. And I'm gonna be um putting out different scents for the holiday season too. So look forward to that and potential um, colors, colors, different colors and stuff. But um, yeah, just be on the lookout for that. But if you are interested in buying it, um, feel free to follow the Instagram page. Is that anything else? I don't think so. Mm-hmm. I don't think so, yeah. Okay. This was a great episode. Thank you guys so much for watching. Um, Bye. If you have any suggestions for our next topics, just let us know down below or in our DMs. Right. We will be happy for suggestions. Um, yeah. Bye. 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 <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>